This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. All right, thank you very much. And hello again, dear radio friends. How in the world are you? You know, I say dear radio friends, and you wonder if that's a cliche, just a stereotype. Well, it isn't. You are dear to me in a very special way. Some of you I won't even see till I get to glory. I know that. But we belong to each other in a very special and precious and tender sense, don't we? I give myself away on these broadcasts, and I'm glad to do so. People walk up to me now and again and say, I know you. (laughs) Well, yeah, I know. That's how it is. But when I say dear radio friend, I mean it. You're dear to me and dear to God. My heart wells up with love for you. And I pray every day that what I say on these broadcasts may be said in the enablement and the power of the Holy Spirit of God so that the word may find a place in your heart and your life and and help to meet some special need. Doing a little detour here, uh, taking a break from our study of the book of Mark just for a day or so. I thought it just hit some high, high highlights. My father used to say, just hit the high spots, boy. <laughs> well, just hit some high spots in uh, the book of Philippians. Chapter 2, verse 13 is a verse that always thrills my heart. Now, Philippians 1, 6 said, He which began a good work in you will perform it. Now, Philippians 2, 13 says, It is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do, of his good pleasure. Now, if the truth were told, we have a twin problem, you and I. Number one, we don't always want to do the right thing. Would you agree? You know, and I know, pretty much what we ought to do in most situations. But human nature being what it is, we don't always want to do the right thing. We are a lot like the uh, the little daughter of Dr. Clyde Naramore many years ago. She's now grown up and a beautiful young lady with her own wonderful ministry. But when she was two or three or four, whatever it was, she was bent on doing something that was naughty, and he wanted to talk her out of it. And so he, he told this story in my hearing some years ago now. He said, he, he said to her, darling, come up and sit on my knee and, and uh, let's talk about this. So she came up and sat on his knee all right and put those little chubby little girl arms around her daddy's neck and then she whispered in his ear, said, let's not talk about it. Let's let me have my way. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> let's not talk about it. Let's just have me, let me have my way. Well, that's human nature. And so we don't always want to do the right thing. Now, the second of these twin problems is that even when we do want to do the right thing, we are not always able to accomplish it. Things seem to go wrong in spite of our best efforts. Have you been there? I have, certainly. And so what are we going to do about this? Well, he said in verse 6 of chapter 1, he which began this good work will keep on. So you can know that God isn't going to go off the job today. He hasn't brought you this far to dump you now, beloved. 
He hasn't brought you this far to drop you now. So you can be sure he's going to keep on. Trust him for that. Now, what's he going to do? Well, the first thing he does is to work in you to will, to will concerning his will. Percy Crawford used to say, uh, when he was preaching to young people and dealing with them as individuals, he would come up against a situation where someone said, well, I'm not willing to do God's will. And he would say, well, then pray this prayer. Lord, make me willing to be made willing. You see, the fact is that you can't change your own, your own predisposition to certain things. All the lecturing in the world isn't going to make a difference. But God can change the want to in your life. That's one of the sweetest lessons you'll ever learn. And, and the reality of it will thrill you again and again as you go on walking with your Savior. God can change the want to in your life. A friend of mine through the years was very much concerned about hanging on to his salvation. And one day I said to him, Jack, I said, uh, I, I understand that before you uh, were saved, you were quite profane. Oh, yes, he said, I, I was a profane swearer, I could cuss a blue streak. Well, I said, do you ever feel like swearing now? No, sir, he said, I don't want to do that. And his eyes filled up with tears as though I had struck him. Well, I kept on. I said, Jack, I said, I understand that before you were saved, you used to smoke uh, expensive cigars, many of them each day, because you were in the business of raiding, raising pedigreed cattle, and the buyers would ply you with expensive cigars. And he smiled. He said, yes, he said. But he said, one day when I came in, uh, from uh, the fields, just for lunch, and uh, I, I was washing up there at the old wash basin, just outside the kitchen door. I was so sick of myself and my sin. I said, "Oh God, I want you to take this habit of smoking away from me, and so I'll be sick of, of it." And he said, "You could see that sign up above the mirror there." He was a barber. He said, you can see that sign up above the mirror. No smoking, please, underscored. He said, I had to underscore that because when people smoke, even around me, I get sick to my stomach and I do hate to lose my breakfast. Well, I went on. I said, Jack, do you ever feel like you want to go back to that? Oh, no, no, no. I don't want that anymore. And, of course, there was my point. God changes the want to, doesn't he? Have you ever trusted the Lord to change the want to in your life? Now, you hold the key to that, and I hold the key to it in my life. And we have to be honest about this. A lot of us are like the, the patient that Henry Brandt told about years ago when he had pointed out to a, a young man that his, his painful psychological symptoms came from the fact that he hated his, uh, I think it was his father-in-law, I think, just hated him. And uh, Henry pointed out, he said to this client, that this was the problem and that, that uh, there was a way that would make not only to remove these painful symptoms, but also make him not hate his father-in-law, but instead love him. And he asked him, he said, would you be interested in that kind of a remedy? 
He said the young man thought a moment and then got up from the where he was seated at the desk, turned on his heel, and as he went out the door, he said, Nope, I'd rather go on hating him. And he went on out. You see, you hold the key and I hold the key there. What do you want to want? Huh? What do you want God to do in your life? It does no good to pray, Lord, help me. And yes, we can pray, Lord, forgive me. There is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared, the Bible says. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He forgives, he cleanses us. Yes, hallelujah. But if you want a difference, if you want a difference in the want to, then you'll have to say, Jesus stopped and beside two men that were crying out for help. He, he could see quite clearly that they were blind men. But he said, what do you want? God waits for you to say what you want. And then when you say what you want, he works. Ask me concerning my sons and concerning the work of my hands, command ye me, the Bible says. God waits for you to tell him what you want so that he can, in answer to prayer, give his perfect will, the want to, the divine want to in your life. Oh, I need that, don't you? It is God that worketh in you both to will, he says, and to do, the want to. Now, what is it? What area in your life is it where you've wanted your own way? I know where it is in mine. I know me pretty well after all these years. And I guess the same must be true of you. You know pretty well where the area or areas of self-will are. Don't you? Now, are you willing by faith to turn them over to the Lord? Not to try to change yourself. You never will. But to turn over to your blessed Lord that area so he can manage it. I used to go to a certain store when we lived in the Briarcliff area. My, I get lonesome for those old friends and places. But uh, I used to go to a certain store. It was a kind of a shoddy, second-class place, I thought. Uh, it was it was part of a great nationwide chain, but it was just, it was, ah, uh, things weren't first-class. And then... One day, as when I came back in, I'd been away for a little while, and when I came back into that store, it was brighter, it was neater, the stock was 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 better kept, uh, the the whole place had a different look to it, and I looked around. I said, have they have they painted it? Have they changed it? No, hadn't been repainted. It wasn't changed too much in its layout. It was the same. I could find my way around. That's something for a man, isn't it, in the supermarket? <laughs> but it was different. Now, what made it different? Well, I inquired. And you know what What I found out? There was a new manager. Same people at the checkout counter. Same fellow at the, at the meat counter. Same man at the, at the produce stand there. Same people around. I knew them. I could greet them, some of them by name. But the place was different because... The manager was different. Oh, 
you want to let the Lord Jesus take over the management of that part of your life that involves the want to? See, doing God's will is fairly simple once you have settled the want to. It is God that worketh in you both to will and to do. God does the doing when you open the door to the want to, to the will. You want to let him do that today by faith? Talk to him about it. Talk to him about it before you get very much farther into the day or the evening, whatever time you're listening. Talk to your Lord and say, God, I want you to take over the management of this area of my life. I can't manage it, but you can. And oh, the joy there'll be when you see God working in you to will and to do of his good pleasure. God will be pleased when you let him work. It's a great thought, isn't it? Dear Father, today, take over the want to in our lives and do the things that please thee through us. In Jesus' name, I pray this. Amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.